Welcome back to the Strong Mamas Podcast, a mind, body, nutrition, and fitness podcast for women living with Hashimoto's and PCOS. I am your host, Natalie Guevara, certified nutrition and fitness professional with a specialty in female metabolism, hormones, and functional nutrition. I have dedicated not only my career, but my life to understanding the unique needs of women dealing with thyroid dysfunction and PCOS after my own journey and struggle. I'm an advocate for health, fitness, nutrition, lifestyle, and mindset to help you find freedom and confidence in your body and in your life. This podcast is the place for knowledge, conversation, community, and inspiration. Let's dive right in together. All right, I'm going to go ahead and get started since um, if you're on the East Coast, it's a little bit later at night. I wanted to do this time so we could have as many people as possible join us live. But if you're listening to this recording, <clears throat> I really want you to, if at all possible, take some time and sit with this this workshop has masterclass, whatever you want to call it, rather than it being one of those things. I know I'm so guilty of this, uh, just listening to it on the go. Um, but we are going to just dive right. And so the first piece that I want to, before I even introduce myself, um, before we do anything, I want you to start with setting an intention for this time. So what was the reason that you wanted to sign up for this workshop? What was the reason that you decided to tune in, to listen? What is your intention and what do you hope to get out of it? <clears throat> if at all possible, I would love for you to have something to write with, something to write on, and I would love for you to just take a moment and jot this down. Setting an intention for the time within this workshop and setting an intention for what you want to take away from it. So you can just keep that handy. I'm going to ask you to refer back to that through certain points in our time together. So the name of this workshop is the Result Roadmap. And if you're not familiar with me, my name is Natalie. I'm going to be the host of this workshop. I am a nutrition and fitness coach. I've been in the health and fitness industry for over a decade now. My specialty and my passion is helping women who deal with hormonal issues. So hypothyroidism, Hashimoto's, and PCOS. My goal and my mission is to help these women find control within their bodies, bodies that they've often felt like they've lost control of and been essentially battling for a period of time and to help them find health and harmony and true confidence from the inside out. And so within this workshop, the results roadmap, I'm going to be sharing my framework as to how you can actually start to get results 
with whatever you're trying to, to accomplish. So this is going to be, um, this is going to be an interesting workshop for a lot of you, because this is not just weight loss focused. There are so many people that of course do come to work with me for the focus of weight loss, but it's also more about just truly discovering what makes you feel strong. And strong is something that we could do a whole entire workshop on because it means so many different things to so many different people. And so, you know, really taking this workshop and letting your imagination run wild, whatever that intention that you set just a moment ago, I want you to be able to see that come to fruition. There's nothing that there's nothing hidden. I'm not going to take you through an entire workshop and say, uh, well, now you have to sign up for one-on-one -on -one coaching to figure out the missing piece. What I'm going to share with you tonight is the actual missing piece that I am so sure that so many programs mislead you on um, are absolutely missing and just completely skip over. And partially because what we're going to be going through tonight is some messy uncharted waters. So this is not one of those things that's going to say, you know, we're going to start with a calculation or something of that nature, and we're going to get a black and white answer. That's not at all what this is about. I want you to understand in moving through this that each and every one of you is a unique human being. You've probably been told that since you were in kindergarten, but as we become adults, and especially when it comes to our health, we've been conditioned by both the medical industry, the health and fitness industry, diet culture to believe that there's a one size fits all. And it's simply not true. I do have a unique framework that every single person that I work with moves through, and I'm going to share that with you this evening. However, none of the framework framework is a black and white answer or a one size fits all approach. I truly believe that if we could get that out in the world louder and prouder, that there would be less women that are out there struggling, jumping from fad diet to fad diet. If you've been dealing with hormonal issues, you may be aware that jumping from fad diet to fad diet does nothing but perpetuate your hormonal issues. There is nothing your thyroid or your reproductive hormones hate more than this constant feast and famine, kind of jumping back and forth between diet to diet, protocol to protocol. And so what I'm going to share with you this evening is going to help you jump off of that train. However, I want you to recognize that this is not something that is intuitive for us. It is, but again, looking at all the conditioning, it's kind of pulled us away from that intuition and into something else. And so what I want you to look at it more as is a practice. And so practice is just that we have to show up. We have to put in the work. We have to mess up. We have to learn from that mess up and we have to do it again. I'm not a sports person, but sports analogies work kind of good for this. You know, if we show up and we have a bad practice and then we don't continue to practice and we show up for the game, we, we kind of flop there. But you know, if you've ever played a sport and I really haven't played that many, um, but if you continuously show up for practice after practice after practice, some days are better than others, but it's how you develop. Um, it's how you develop a team. It's how you develop community. And that's how you can actually succeed. And when we look at our body, when we look at bodies within us, our mental body, our emotional body, and our physical body, all which are so important for us actually achieving the result, whether it's weight loss, or, you know, if you're trying to get pregnant, or if you just want to have periods without miserable symptoms, all of those bodies have to work together. And within those bodies, we have these team players, our hormones, our communicators that are communicating for our metabolism with our metabolism. So 
if you love sports, good for you. But <laughs> looking at it from this lens, we are looking at our body as a sports team. And so in order for us to move our team along this roadmap, we have to be able to recognize that we have to all communicate together. And so the tricky piece is, is that your metabolism, your hormones, your team players are speaking a very, very, very unique language. And the first step in our roadmap is to actually understand what that language is. So let's start off with what is our roadmap and why the heck does it matter? Your roadmap from my lens is your journey to your intention, your why, your goal. So maybe your intention for this workshop was to learn more about the roadmap, to learn more about your compass. It can be a number of things, but the roadmap itself is what's going to carry us to whatever your desired outcome is going to be. This is not a goal setting workshop. I am not here to tell you to set a better goal for this roadmap to lead to. I am here to help you direct yourself on this roadmap to get to whatever goal that is. So if you need more clarity on your goal, uh, actually the workshop that I did last month on um, the summer nutrition reset, we did talk a little bit about goals in there. That might be something to, to visit um, and go back to if you're in this community, you have access to that. It's also a free workshop, but your roadmap is going to be what's going to guide us to your desired outcome. Now, I also want to be really, really, really clear where a lot of people will tell you that your goal is the most important piece. From my perspective, the goal is just a tiny, tiny little piece. The most important piece is going to be that roadmap. And as we work with our bodies, as we work with our hormones and our metabolism, the thing about working through this roadmap is sometimes that destination changes. Maybe the bigger picture, maybe the bigger vision stays the same, but sometimes that goal changes. And so this is, this is something that's really fascinating from, from the, the privilege that I have in, in coaching so many women. I can't tell you how many women have come to work with me that have said, my goal is to lose 10 pounds. My goal is to lose 20 pounds. And we'll start to navigate this roadmap and get about halfway through. And it's like, wait a minute. Actually, it really is just to be able to continue to feel the way I'm feeling now, which is incredible. Not to say that if you're listening to this and you're saying, but my goal is weight loss, that it may not stay that way. I just want you to keep an open mind that when we're looking at this roadmap, when we're looking at that goal, when we're looking at that destination, I want you to be open to the fact that that can change and that that's okay. I don't want you to make yourself wrong for changing your mind because it's not wrong. Again, looking at the standard protocol, the standard program, we have our starting point, where you are today, and we have our ending point, your goal. And the standard program is going to take you through this linear process, step by step by step by step. And without having this pre-frame, and without having this roadmap that maybe ebbs and flows, what often happens is we start at point A, maybe make it to point B, C, and then things get hard or we don't understand or our body starts to fight back. And then we wind up back at point A. 
And so I'm going to ask you, I'm going to ask you some questions throughout this workshop that may be slightly triggering. And I want you to know that it's okay to feel how you want to feel about things. And I'm here to hold the space. Uh, you're also welcome to underneath the recording within the community, ask any question that you'd like, or you can message me within the community as well privately, and we can chat about this. But I want you to think as I bring up some of these things, how many times that has been you. I'll be very transparent with you and tell you that was a big part of my journey. Even as a professional, even as a professional, before I created this framework, so many times I would hire a coach, go through their framework, things would get hard, it would get really inconvenient, and I would drop off. And then I would do another program, hire another coach, do a whole bunch of different things. So I'm not immune to any of this. So I want you to understand that. No one's immune. However, when we look at a roadmap, I literally want you to picture an actual roadmap. Very few times when you go on a destination, it's summertime right now, I'm thinking of, you know, beach trips. Is it just a straight linear shot, right? Sometimes we got to go to the rest stop. Sometimes we have to go through some back roads. Sometimes we're taking curves and that ebbs and it flows. And we see that as okay. But when it comes to a health, fitness, or any kind of lifestyle journey, we truly expect the linear process. And that's not your fault. Again, it's what we're conditioned to believe, right? From exercise to food to all of it. If you show up, you meal prep, you go to the gym, this is the result that you're supposed to expect. And then when you don't expect it, are you mad at the meal prep? Are you mad at the gym? Typically not. Typically you get mad at yourself. You start to doubt yourself, blame your hormones. Sometimes you feel like you're too old for this. Sometimes you don't want it bad enough. I literally had a client, I'm still reeling off of this. This is about a month ago. Tell me about working with a coach last summer who told her she just didn't want her goal bad enough. This is the kind of messaging that we're getting. And so then when I start to speak into the fact that we are going to have ebbs and flows, it gets uncomfortable because it's different and that's okay. So the first step in creating this roadmap is before your starting point. And that's where we're gonna start today because I believe from the bottom of my heart, this is what 90% of programs, I'm not gonna say 100% because I'm sure there's other people out there that do the same thing. But 90% of programs miss this piece. I call this your inner compass because that's truly what it is. This is the thing that guides you, leads you in the direction that you need to go. And the reason that this concept is probably foreign to you is because nobody's telling you that you can trust yourself. Even doctors are telling you you can't trust your own body. Again, I recognize some of these things are going to be a little bit triggering, but I want little pings to go off in your head and say, yes, that has been me. In fact, that also was me, right? I was told last, last July, it's been about a year, <laughs> been about a year that my Hashimoto's and my, uh, my weight was the reason that I couldn't conceive. And I'm due with this little boy any day now. So doctors aren't always right. But if you've ever felt like you couldn't trust to build an inner compass, 
I want you to consider where that story came from because it probably didn't really come from you. And so what is your inner compass? Well, from the lens of what we're looking at here, your inner compass is your hormones. It is your metabolism. And so we're not going to get too sciencey tonight, but I want to give you some, some pre-frame here to look at your metabolism as this entire system. So it's not just your fat loss system. It's all over your body. It's primary feature is to keep you alive. And for females is to reproduce. That's what it wants to do. And so balance or homeostasis and safety are its primary needs. The way it communicates with us, and it is constantly in communication with us, is through our hormones. Our hormones are our messengers, our team players that are running around, you know, doing all the things. And so naturally, again, how many times have we just been told that our hormones are making us crazy, right? Don't listen to those things. They're making you crazy. When in actuality, they're trying to communicate with us. We just don't know how to interpret the language. And so that's the really tricky piece. And so when I say this as a practice, there is no textbook that's going to tell you, okay, this is how you interpret what your hormones are telling you. This is what your metabolism wants. This is what your metabolism needs. Within my unique framework that I take my clients through, I have what's called, um, what, what I call AIM, and assess, investigate, and modify. And so again, for those that are looking for a black and white, this is what we do here. This is what we do here. This is not that. We're literally assessing the communication that we're getting from our bodies. We're investigating what it's trying to tell us. And we're modifying our strategy and our plan based on that. So when I tell you I have a unique framework that I take all my people through, I do. But hopefully you're starting to see that that doesn't look the same for every single person. And so in looking at how our hormones communicate with ourselves, this is the first piece. This is the first piece. So on our roadmap, on our journey, before we do ever anything, we need to load up the car. We need to put gas in the tank. We need to do all these things. And from my roadmap, this is what I call um, the, the restore phase. And so we have restore, reframe, rebuild, resilience. And then the aim piece is a part of the restore phase. And so really taking this opportunity to tune up the car, again, I'm not a mechanic, but these analogies work well, to tune up the car and really understand the vehicle that we're taking on this roadmap before we actually even start, right? And so, you know, again, imagine you're going to the beach. This is like, and I, I've done this before. It's not super comfortable. You're just getting in a car. You don't know anything about the car. We don't know if it's had the oil changed. Maybe it doesn't have any gas in it and we haven't packed all of our things. And so we're kind of already starting out in a disaster that might make us want to turn around and go back home halfway through. And so we don't want that. But if we're, you know, comfortable in our own car, it's, we've had it serviced. We've packed all the things that we need. We're comfortable. The GPS is set up. We know where we're going all these different things, it's going to be a much more comfortable ride and you're much more likely to get to that destination. It's the same thing with our bodies. And so now you're wondering, well, how the heck am I going to start to figure out what my hormones are telling me? And the answer to that question is really simple and also really complicated. So the easiest way that we can start to understand our metabolism to communicate with our hormones are through the basic activities that we do every single day. 
But here's the issue. We have so many things that are pulling us out of our bodies, whether it's our job, our family, pets, um, all kinds of different things. So they're not all negative that are confusing the language. And so when I look at communicators, these are, you can think of this as your, your north, south, east, west on your compass. We're looking at sleep, hunger, mood, energy, and cravings. And so before I go any further, this is another thing I would like for you to jot down. If you're looking at hormonal issues, if you're looking at hormonal imbalances, or maybe you just wanna lose weight, what is your biggest complaint about your current lived experience? So not the number on the scale, not how your clothes fit, but how you feel in your body. Because I'll tell you from working with hundreds of women, I get a lot of, I can't sleep or I can't stay asleep. My mood's all over the place. I'm either hungry or I don't know that I'm hungry. My energy stinks, I'm tired all the time. I have brain fog and I can't control my cravings. Those are the big ones. Those also happen to be the way our body's communicating. And so I would like for you to jot this down and actually creating your own inner compass. You can either do this now as I'm speaking, or you can do this later. I want you to kind of give yourself a rating system on those things, sleep, hunger, mood, energy, and cravings. How would you rate those throughout your day, throughout your week? And you can create your own system. It doesn't have to look like mine. I typically use a, a scale of one to 10 with most of my clients. And again, this is where we look at the assess. So we're just assessing. And I don't want you to make yourself wrong for not knowing either. Because for some of you, you're fighting through some of these signals just to be able to get through your day. How many times have we been taught to fight off hunger so we can just lose weight? How many times have we been told that your cravings are just because your hormones are all whacked out, which is kind of true, but it doesn't mean that we should fight them or ignore them. How many times are you just fighting through your day, even though your energy is slumping off just because you have to get through your job? That was me at the heart of my Hashimoto's. Waking up tired, going to bed still tired, never feeling rested. So starting with understanding, this is a piece of starting with where you are. So a lot of times we're, we're taught to start, and this is, this is one of the biggest pieces that I messed up when I first started coaching. I've always wanted to meet people where they are. And so for me, that used to be understanding where they were with their nutrition, understanding where they were with their fitness and being able to meet them there. And what I learned is that that was flawed and it wasn't enough. Yes, got plenty of people results that way, but not the kind of results, not the kind of feel good transformation that you can actually get from understanding these key pieces. So now what do you do with that? And how do you create a roadmap based on that? If I were to give you the entire framework, I'm just gonna go ahead and say that we would be here for six to eight hours. So, you know, of course this is the condensed version. This is a process that it takes my clients three to six months. 
to move through, sometimes closer to nine to 12, just depending. Not the actual compass part, but the entire roadmap. And so what I really want to give you tonight is really clear direction on how to get started on this roadmap. I want you to leave this complete to where you say tomorrow morning, I'm gonna wake up and I'm gonna start to really build this compass. I'm gonna start to learn it, understand it. I'm gonna own it because that means that you truly own yourself. And that's pretty incredible, pretty empowering and, and can make you feel really strong. Again, I told you strong can mean a whole bunch of different things. So this is what we call gathering info. This is different from food journaling. This is different from anything else that you might feel like you need to gather in order to start a health transformation. And so the information that we can start to glean from this is we can start to find patterns. We can start to find trends. These are huge. These are huge. These patterns are actually going to be the pieces that you're gonna to start to put together in order to build your navigation system on this roadmap. And so rather than taking your car where someone else is telling you to go, you're actually building it based on where you're designed to go. This is why there's not a single diet out there that works for every single person. And before you stop and think, well, doesn't keto work for everybody? Doesn't fasting work for everybody? I'm telling you, if there was something that worked for every single person, that there wouldn't be so many people out there looking for the, for the secret sauce on how to lose weight. It just doesn't exist. And so discovering these patterns, discovering these trends, I see them as dashes as I'm drawing out my roadmap. You can see them however they show up in your head. That's what's, that's what's building. And so the ebb and the flow is that we're continuously assessing where we're going. Does it line up with where we wanna go? We're investigating and then we're modifying. And so investigating how things are working for us and how they're not. And being willing to say, you know, this worked really well, and this didn't. And then as we modify, that's where we notice, okay, there's some resistance here. There's a roadblock. There's flooding on my road. Road closed here. And we can start to, rather than that, be a stopping point. It's just a place where we modify our course and we can ebb and we can flow around it. And I promise you, if you stay in this practice, this means that you're never going to hit a roadblock and say, well, I guess I need to turn around and go back home. Because by having this inner compass, you're already home every step of the way. There's no turning back. You can't unlearn this. You continue practicing, you continue showing up. And then as I mentioned before I started this, maybe the goal is the same, maybe the goal changes along the way. But knowing that you're home in your body, that makes all of that okay. And so sleep, hunger, mood, energy, and craving are north, south, east, west. I know there's more letters than that. Looking at it as our navigation system, how does this start to work? And how can you start to put the pieces together so that tomorrow morning you can wake up and you can start on this journey for yourself? You start by doing these little bitty things. And I tell my clients, there's no wrong way to do this. The only wrong way to do this is when you come from a place of judgment, criticism, shame, or guilt. That's it. 
And so the tools that I offer, I'm going to offer you tools straight from my one-on-one coaching. I offer journaling. I offer a notes app on, you know, phones, smartphones. Um, A lot of my clients actually really love to use voice memos. And so if that's something that's really easy for you, go for it. I personally use a software system called Evernote. Um, Evernote, it hooks up to my computer. Let me adjust my legs here. Hooks up to my computer, hooks up to my phone. And so I always have my data with me every single place that I go. And you can do voice memos, you can do whatever. But the point is, this doesn't need to be fancy. You don't need a special app. You don't need to go out and buy anything to do this. That's the point. So you start first thing in the morning. How did you wake up? Were you rested? Are you groggy? And just notice. As you move throughout the day, How's your hunger throughout the day? Do you have periods where you notice that you're you're not hungry at all? Do you have periods where you're ravenous, where you're starving? How's your mood throughout the day? How's your mood when you wake up? How's your hunger when you wake up? You start to ask a whole lot of questions. And so as you start to ask these questions, it's moving you from a place of judging your body, judging what you're trying to do with your body, and moving you to a place of being a detective and an investigator. And so this is actually from one of my mentors, Dr. Jay Tita. I can't take credit for this, but he talks a lot about dieters mindset and how dieters just perceive the things that we're doing throughout our day as we're trying to move towards a a transformation in a very specific way. They're very much, how is this going to influence the scale? How is this going to influence my weight loss goal? And so I say that because I don't want to just diminish the fact that you may have a weight loss goal. But what I want to do is I want to offer you a shift in looking at that weight loss goal differently and seeing how learning these little bits and pieces by investigating, by becoming a detective, that you're actually going to get there. I know, I know it seems like this is the long road promise you it's not. You're actually going to get there so much faster. And when you get there, you're not going to look back and say, oh my gosh, but do I have to do this for forever? You're going to get there and you're going to say, oh my gosh, I get to do this for forever. And you're going to feel amazing for it. And so without going into the nitty gritty logistics of food logging and things like that, because that, that can be a piece as you move down the roadmap, it doesn't have to be a piece right now, but starting to get really curious. Okay. This is what I ate for breakfast. Let me start to pay attention to my hunger throughout the day. Let me pay attention to my mood. Is my energy dropping? Is it, am I staying stable throughout the day? Because the thing about our hormones, the thing about our metabolism is these key pieces, these, these key cornerstones or pillars or whatever you want to call them are going to tell us whether our hormones are balanced or they're not. When you're in a state of balance, when you're in a state of homeostasis, whether you are 18 years old dealing with PCOS or you're 54 years old dealing with menopause, your sleep is going to be in check. Your mood is going to be in check. Your hunger is going to be in check. Your energy is going to be in check and your cravings are going to be in check. Anytime one of those pieces is not balanced is a direct signal 
from our metabolism and our hormones that something is off. And here's the thing, when it comes to these key pieces, we rarely, rarely, again, this is conditioning. This is not your fault. This is not because you don't care about yourself. We rarely look at it from a preventative perspective, right? How many times have we addressed our sleep? Because we're having trouble going to sleep. We're waking up in the middle of the night. We're just exhausted when we wake up. How many times have that been the case? How many times have we preemptively started to get curious about our hunger? Or do we just wait until we're starving? How many times do we demonize our cravings rather than get curious as to how and why they're happening and what they're actually trying to tell us? We don't notice that our energy is out of whack until we're reaching for coffee at 4 p.m. because we're exhausted and we still have an hour left of work, right? And so the more curious that we get about these things, again, we're finding patterns. And so the interesting thing about these patterns for, for some of you that are dealing with things like PCOS, irregular cycles, or trying to conceive is, and this is fascinating for me, <laughs> for me in my own body too, but, you know, getting to work with women in the capacity that I do is that we find really clear, clear trends on what's going on with our cycles. And so we get to this place where again, we get curious. We're investigating. What do these PMS symptoms actually mean? What are they trying to tell us? Does my body actually hate me or am I just not listening? Right? It's really interesting. I did an interview for a coach, uh, with a coach friend of mine last week, um, her, uh, for a podcast episode, it's going to be coming out. I think at the end of this month is when I've got it scheduled for. Um, but we were, we were talking about, you know, our, our periods being the fifth vital sign and what a privilege it is to actually a have them, but so many people hate them or are afraid of them because they're uncomfortable yet. That's not supposed to be the case. We're just not taught that once again, if you go to your doctor and say, my period's heavy or it's uncomfortable or all these things they are going to say, here's some birth control. You don't actually have to do this each and every month, which doesn't actually solve the problem. I share this with you because I want to continue to reinforce the fact that you're not alone and not understanding what these things are saying. And it's not your fault that they're confusing to you. And so starting by getting, I, I tell people five to seven days, you want to include a weekend in there too, because you might notice that your sleep, hunger, mood, energy, and cravings is very, very different on the weekend than it is during the week because your routine's different, right? And so we want to use that as pieces of data as well. All of these things matter. And then you can go back to, okay, we assessed, let's investigate. All right, Monday, this is what was happening. Might start to see a trend go down by Friday and then we're just all recovered on the weekend. That's some pretty important data. It can tell us a lot about what's going on internally and externally within our environment. 
We can even start to look at it as you continue to add in information. So I encourage you to do this in layers. Do not do this all at once. You will overwhelm yourself. You can do this in layers. You can start to make little, little notes without tracking calories, without tracking macros. You don't need to do any of that. You know, this is what I had for breakfast. This is general idea of what I had for lunch, snacks, all these things. And then again, we can start to assess that. Okay, well, this is what, what our sleep, hunger, mood, energy, and craving looked around these types of foods, these types of meals, and then continue to go from there. This is when my stress was a little bit up. It's another big piece and we're not gonna get into stress this week. I think that's um, the workshop that I'm gonna share with you guys next, um, stress and self-control. But looking at stress for what it actually is. So our metabolism is constantly receiving messages of stress. And so it's trying to balance to that. And so stress can be mental, emotional, and physical as well. Dieting is stressful. Exercise is stressful. Your job is stressful. Sometimes your spouse is stressful. Sometimes your pets are stressful. All kinds of different ways. But that's another way that we can assess information. And so I don't want to just spew out all these ways that you can assess. Again, we could be here all night. And that's not what I want you to take away from this. What I want you to take away from this is to just start doing, right? You don't need to gather a whole bunch of information to start assessing yourself. All the information is already within you. But the practice that you're going to struggle with the most, I'm going to go ahead and call it out, is trusting the information that you're getting. And so I say that, maybe you should even jot that down, I say that to encourage you to keep going anyways, to keep assessing and investigate. So within my framework, my clients complete a check-in form every single weekend, Sunday or Monday, to start off the new week. And so that's a part of our investigate and modify process. And so what I would encourage you to do as you continue to build this compass is to start a check-in process of your own. Um, there's one piece that I call a Sunday ritual that can be really, really helpful that you can start to do literally every Sunday, but you can do it on Saturday. You can do it on Monday. You can name it whatever you want to, but ritualizing your time to sit back and reflect this is the, this is the information that I gathered on myself, on my body this week. Let me get curious about what's going on here. And I would encourage you again, as you layer this to start there, assess, investigate. You don't need to modify anything yet. The more data points you have, the easier it is to investigate and the easier it is to modify. And then as you start to get curious, okay, well, these things aren't working for me. What can I start to modify based off of this? And so I can already hear the brain saying, well, I can, you know, completely overhaul my diet, completely overhaul my exercise, work on my sleep routine, my morning routine, all these different things. And I'm going to tell you, I don't like to tell people that they're wrong, but I'm going to tell you how this thought is wrong. <laughs> my favorite saying is if you had a headache, why would you take two Tylenol when you only need one? And it is such the same thing with fitness, nutrition, and health and all these things. Again, if you were to go Google some famous 
influencers, something or another program. They're going to bring you in and they're going to say, this is how you clean out your, your cupboard, your fridge. This is, this is your meal plan for the day. This is your exercise plan. Um, please create a morning routine and evening routine and do all these things. And it's just a million things. Check, 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 check. Have you done this? Have you done this? And again, for most of you, whether you have hormonal issues or not, you're tired, you're busy. And again, while some of you are saying, I just want to lose 10 to 20 pounds, a lot of you are saying, I want to lose 10 to 20 pounds because I'm tired. And so it's just not helpful to do those things. One, two, remember when I said about your metabolism, constantly receiving stress messages, how stressful is it to assess and investigate what's currently going on in your lifestyle and saying, well, we need a complete overhaul here because something isn't working. That's pretty stressful. Again, this is setting yourself up for, I need to go up this linear process and I'm gonna hit the bottom again. I also want to normalize the fact that for some of you, you've been battling these issues for years. And you want to get there as quick as possible. That is my husband. Anytime we go on a road trip, how can we get there as quick as possible? And for me, sometimes it's like, you know, let's, let's trust the GPS. Let's not try to take the shortcuts. But when you do things slower in a way that's more aligned with your metabolism, your body, by the way, the most important piece is that I haven't even mentioned yet, your lifestyle and your personal preferences, this will be a good time to throw that in. You're actually going to stay the course for longer. And you can probably do something pretty crappy to lose 10 pounds if that is your goal. But if you don't want to live your life that way, why does it matter? Is the weight loss, is the 10 pounds that important to just completely disrupt your life? For any amount of time. I always tell people, you know, question the memories that you're going to miss out on the events, all these things where you're going to have this inner battle. Do I enjoy myself? Do I relax? Or do I stick to some crappy diet? But when we can do things a little bit slower and adjust, modify one thing at a time, we learn more, right? We learn what works and we're able to ease more easily assess, investigate, and modify. Versus if you do a complete overhaul, that's a lot of data. Now we've taken a 15 minute Sunday ritual. We've turned it into two hours. Let me assess all this and figure out what's working and what's not. So when it comes to investigating and modifying, what I want to encourage you to do in creating this roadmap that aligns with your metabolism. That's where we're taking these little data points. Considering your current lifestyle, which by the way, can change season to season. And your personal preferences, because those matter as well. I would love for you to take the time and say, this is one thing that I can shift for the next seven to 14 days. Typically, actually really like for people to try things for 14 days, seven days being the first like dry run. This is something for the next 14 days that I can try that I'm not going to hate. 
I was chatting with one of my one-on-one clients this morning. It was a really funny conversation because she's having a little difficulty. She, she's a weekend worker, having a little difficulty um, hitting her protein goal. She's a little bit overly hungry after she, she works some long hours, which is understandable. And so we're working on hitting a protein goal earlier in the morning on those days, but she hates eggs. And so my biggest piece of advice to her was please don't kill eat the eggs for the sake of hitting your protein. And the reason that was the first thing that popped to my mind was not because she was relaying that back to me, but because I've seen so many clients come to me and say, when I ask them about, you know, what they're currently doing and all these things. And then the next question is, what do you enjoy about your, what you're doing? So many times, so many times people will tell me they hate the exercise that they're doing. They hate the foods that they're eating, but they're just doing it to hit a target. And what's the point? Whether your goal is to lose 20 pounds, to have a baby in the next year or two, or to just have a regular period, it shouldn't be miserable. The action steps that you take should add value to your life, should add quality to your life. And so in your investigative process, as you're coming up with what to modify, I want you to carry that investigation into that. Why do I perceive that this is the next step? Is that really true? And I want you to be willing to catch yourself putting shoulds on yourself. Well, this is what I heard. This is what I saw in a grocery store magazine would probably work for my goal. Does that excite you? Is that life-giving? I'm going to back up again because I'm also going to say that change in itself is hard. So not everything that we, quote, need to change or that will be meaningful to change will be easy. But there should be a degree of effortlessness there. Easy is earned but it should be in the realm of possibility. And if going to do a certain workout is not in the realm of possibility of being sustainable, enjoyable, or anything of the kind, then it's probably not something that we should start doing. We probably should put that energy somewhere else. And so I could, again, do a whole nother workshop on all the things that we could change within our lifestyles. There's so many avenues that we could go down. But it's really, really, really important, especially when we start the change process, that we find what's meaningful for you. And this goes back to the unpopular truth, that there's not one magic secret to say, change this and your life will be better. Just doesn't work that way. But what is true is that there is something that you can change if change is what you desire. And I'm going to make the assumption that if you're listening to me speak right now, that it is something that you want to change. But if you start with meaningful steps, steps that I can dare say would even excite you a little bit, you're more likely to keep going. And this works from a metabolic perspective, lowering that stress response. This works from a psychological perspective, 
recognizing that if we are constantly telling ourselves that we have to do things that suck, we're sending off all these alarm bells in our brain that says, no, please don't do that. And change is hard. So lessening the resistance between where you are now and that change is going to be monumental for you actually succeeding. There needs to be ease built into your process. You can think, you can think of it. I don't know why I have so many car analogies tonight. You can think about it as driving down the highway and you know there's the the rumble strips on the side to wake you up. You know, if we're adding a bunch of crap, it's like riding down the highway on those rumble strips, but we want the smooth paved route. It may weave back and forth, but we can keep that pavement smooth. And so as we start to wrap this up, I'm gonna do a little recap so that I can make sure that we're all clear. And then what I would really love for whether you're listening to this two days later or 10 days later, I would love for you to comment underneath the video um, within the community. And I would love for you to just let me know how clear you are on this, the questions that you have. Um, I would love to have real conversation with you guys, but I don't want this to be a scenario where I say you have 24 hours to come up with a question. I really want you guys to sit with this. I really want you guys to actually play with it play with it and see what comes up. And I would really love to hear um, how this lands and what you're able to take away. But recapping. So we're building that inner compass, looking at the communication from our hormonal system. Real sciencey there. <laughs> Sleep, hunger, mood, energy, and cravings. Using that as our compass, we're gonna start to aim on our roadmap. So we can continue to assess investigate and modify. By the way, guys, as you get more practiced aiming, I'm gonna muddy your water here a little bit because again, I told you I want you to leave here complete with complete direction. Um, you know, I, I want you to start looking at, at things on a weekly basis, but you can also look at them on a daily basis. But as you're just getting into the practice, you don't wanna start modifying things on a day-to-day -day basis. You wanna look at a bigger, um, a bigger data trend pattern also real scientific, but in doing this process, utilizing our compass, using the aim, we're looking for patterns. We're looking at trends that we can stack together in order to actually create the direction that we want to go to create alignment with our metabolism, our hormones, our personal preferences, and our lifestyle. All of those are equally important, working them all together. And so doing that, we can, you will continue to move through the process. And so this is really a key piece in restoring your, your metabolism. Of course, looking at different nutritional pieces are a part of that, but this is going to help inform those. So once you have a solid foundation of this, literally you can do whatever you want with it. I promise you that. The aim process is gonna take you straight into that reframe and being able to navigate until you continue down your path. Again, the entire roadmap is really in depth. It can take six plus months to go down and that's okay. But this inner compass and this pathway is something that you will utilize for the rest of your life. I literally have clients that I have taught this process, which by the way, I only started using about three years ago um, that have come back to work with me for refreshers or for other things 
that are still using it and I've never stopped using it throughout three years, which is a long time when we look at the longevity of, of most quote diets or programs. So with that being said, I want you to go back to your intention that you set at the beginning of this workshop. And I want you to reflect on your intention. I want you to reflect on the information that I've given you. And I want you to look at how those match up. And if your intention and the information that you've been given don't match up, I would love for you to sit with that. And I would, again, love to hear from you and the community as to what you think the missing link between those is. And I want to create the clarity between this is how this matches up to this. Because while it's not a black and white answer, it's not a do X, Y, and you're gonna get the result scenario. I want to create the clarity as to how this is going to create the direction and the result that you crave and you desire. And if you have any other questions, you can always reach out to me, send me an email, message me in the community. You can find me on Instagram, send me a message there. But I would love to know how this is working out for you guys. So please follow up in the community. But that is all that I have for you tonight. Hope that everyone has a great rest of your day. And I look forward to connecting again with you soon. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's show. I would love to connect with you further. So you can find me on Instagram at Natalie Brooke Guevara. If you'd like more information about my coaching program, The Strong Method, you can find all the details at updogwellnessandfitness.com, as well as additional resources and free workshops and trainings. If you have a few moments, I would love it if you would take time to rate and review the podcast wherever you listen to your shows. And I can't wait to connect with you again right here next week.